go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome into the Thursday edition of Game Time, your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. It, we have had such a exciting and exhilarating morning, and we are off and running, and glad you are with us as we, uh, we go around the horn and check in. Stretch, how you doing this morning? I'm good, fellas. How are you today? Terrific. Garrett, you? I'm good. Garrett's, at, Garrett's, Garrett's operating under a little stress this morning. I know. He's he's, he's, he's had him a rough morning, but you know what? I, I think he's a tough enough hombre. He fights that ragweed and those allergies <laughs> enough. He, this is, this is not that big of a deal. He said, man, he said, well, he said, I don't know if I need a drink or a chicken fried steak, but what of them I got to have? He said, a good old drink of liquor yes. maybe do it. Do me some good today. <laughs> Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. All right, uh, everybody ready to go? We got, I mean, again, one of those deals where every day is a new day and we got breaking stuff going on. We got the Falcons and their issue now. And, and of course, it's it's, uh, somebody within the – the organization, but it's not a player, and that's a that's I guess a good note. But they're still going to have to close their facility down. Uh, so all kinds of stuff to to talk about. And as Garrett uh, was and I were talking a second ago, there were a couple of high school football games Garrett played last night mm-hmm. uh, in Central Texas. And I guess that uh, there's a kind of a borderline Central Texas East Texas district that has apparently gone to the five day rotation. Yeah, I, I, it's it's district. Um it's District 8, 3A, D1. So we had two games last night. You had Grosbeck knocking off Teague and Fairfield uh, defeated Eustis. So they had, and I noticed last week, remember Malakoff went down mm-hmm. and played Grosbeck on a Thursday on night. On a Thursday night. And we were like, what's what's up with that? So I, I, I'm assuming that they've gone to the same model that Martin them are going to do where it's five games. So that's something to keep an eye on. Yeah, to get those games in. So uh, there you have it. And, and, and again, the I, I think we did get an announcement of 2.30 for Baylor in Texas a week from Saturday. But, again, with Baylor's situation, we're going to have to keep a close eye on that. So there's a lot of st- – excuse me, excuse me, Det- uh, the Dodgers just scored again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's a little shot across the bow right there wee. boy did they come out did they come out with a little smoke coming out of their ears wow i guess ears uh they they uh they were swinging it i know that and max muncie the the former baylor bear with the grand slam and wow that uh 11 run first inning the most runs ever produced by a team in postseason play how about that one kids so, uh, it, and I kept waiting for them to call it with the, with the ten run rule, but they apparently they don't play that in, in Major League Baseball. <laughs> they or the should. running clock would yeah. a running clock do any good? <laughs> That's exactly right. They needed a clock in that one last yesterday afternoon. Uh, so Dodgers win. They 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 uh, they're they're right back in this thing, and they uh, they got they got their guy going to the mound today. So you know who knows? It can, this thing they could walk away here two and two. I very well could. I, you know what, Tom? I, I, I'm so impressed with the job that Zach Granke did last night. I, I, I almost and, – and I'm thinking, who do I give more credit to before the show? Am I going to give more credit to Dusty Baker for leaving him in there with the bases loaded in that situation where he got the strikeout in the sixth? Or am I going to give the credit 
to 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 Zach for just kind of biting down on that mouthpiece and going at him. And I thought that was the difference in the in the baseball game last night. I mean, Zach Granke did a great job for the Astros. He, he did, and and and, the, and I know there's a lot been made of that decision, but. You know, the manager goes to the mound, and he, he looks at the catcher and says, what do you think? Catcher says he can get him. Turned around walked off. Good for him. Yeah, good for, no, him. Good, good, good for Dusty Baker, and that's what, that's what makes me a fan. I, I'm certainly I, – I, I haven't – I'm really not that big of a baseball fan, but I find myself now – Again, because my girlfriend lives down on Lake Conroe, her mother—they're big, they're big Astro fans—and have all almost just force-fed me with this. And I find myself last night—I'm literally—I mean, I'm—I'm kind of living and breathing on every out there in the ninth inning. That ball gets hit with two outs. I'm like, oh no! And then I kind of see it sit in the air, and I'm like, okay, and I, I breathe a sigh of relief. But that, that was a heck of a baseball game last night. And for you to say I'm not much of a baseball fan—that's sacrilegious. Uh, I'm saying I don't. I'm, I'm saying I don't. I don't find myself when I say much. I, I, I see a baseball fan as somebody who watches the entire game. Well, I mean, watches the entire game. That, that, to me, that's a real baseball fan. I'm a casual. Let me watch an inning here, inning there. Let me kind of see what's going on. Let me maybe read the box score. I, I, I don't. I don't consider myself just one of these. Uh, you know, know the know the batting averages. When I was a kid. Tom, I, I mean, I, I collected all the cards. I could tell you batting averages. I still have. That bubble gum was good, uh, wasn't it? Buddy. That bubble gum was something See, and, now. and let me Woo. tell you something. That Garrett is not going to have any clue what yes, we're I talking will. about. No, yes, I am. That old hard, dusty yeah. bubble gum in them that cards. That flat piece yeah. of gum in there. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, Garrett, stuff. are you a uh, let's sit and watch the ball game? Oh, no. See, and, and, and I'll add to that. To, to be a fan I think you not only do you watch the game, but you don't worry about how long the game is. That's baseball. We don't have a clock in this well, you game. Almost, and you almost want it to go extra innings. You're, you're, you're I, bonus I mean, you're baseball. Almost, absolutely. You're, you're thinking, God, if I can get and – and, I mean, how cool is it if you get a 12-inning, 13-inning, or, or, or even longer? Wow, I almost got to see two games. And I'm like – and that's – I find myself outside of the and, – and I'm a golf fan. But, I mean, do you sit and watch five hours of golf anytime except the Masters? I don't. I mean, I, I don't. E, I, sometimes I do. I mean, sometimes I do. I love no, but to how watch. Long, how long during that five hours are you awake? That's what that, that's, that's the You the didn't ask thing. that originally. No, 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 no. No, I, I do like to watch I, good I, shot that's making. part two of the question, Judge Edo. I'd like to, I'd like to also add how long, how long were you in the back of your eyelids or were you actually and, – and, and just – and just in about REM three sleep, listening to to <laughs> listening to it, or how much are you really watching it? No, I, I like to watch. I mean, I, re, I I like to watch good shot making, so I'll watch golf. I will. Uh, it, it doesn't have to be a major for me to watch. Now, if it's a major, I am glued to the TV. Love it, love it, no, love it. No question. Now, it's going to be strange in November to have them playing the Masters. I mean, you know, but. Uh, it's 2020. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, and, so and I agree, but aren't you – aren't you? I mean, I, I, and I, that's where I was going with this. Aren't you kind of looking forward to that? I, I find myself looking forward to it. Well, sure I do, but, I mean, it's – I'm also uh, – that, that golf tournament, to me, signifies spring. Sign, a lot of times it signifies Easter. And, right. I mean, that you know, it's – it, no, it's November. You know, so it's – but anyway, it's going to be what it is. The, back to the Astros real quick. And how cool is this? I mean, I – and I know Steve Sachs was even 
uh, interviewed about uh, you know about Altuve and the yips and all that. He 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 yipped it. He yipped it for a two for four and a dinger yesterday. So if he's got the yips, I'm all about him having the yips. Two for four <laughs> the run. And it's not. It's not about. And see now his now offense gonna, is something now. Oh yeah, he, but he's let's not go back letting to, that bother him. No, let's go back to golf though. When you got the yips in golf, it doesn't mean you can't hit a driver. You can't stripe your seven iron in there. You it's, just, it, you're going to shank you can't that, put it. that, and you're going to shank that wedge. That's exactly. <laughs> and you right. better be loose in the so, gallery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that doesn't mean you can't hit. You still can't hit the driver. I, I, I was glad they almost turned the double play right there. I believe it was it was late in the game, and I was so glad that he got it. But he, it almost took him just a split second longer for it to get out of his hand, and it, and it, and it was a bang bang. They didn't get the double play, but I was at least glad to see him make the throw to second to where they had a chance to get the DP. Well, they get to play again today. Thanks for winning uh, last night. They're still down three to one, and they're they're in, I mean they're in big time trouble. But they'll get they'll go at it again today. Three thirty for the broadcast, and that will be on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. And then uh, 407 first pitch. Dodgers and the Braves tonight uh, from uh, from up in Arlington. And that's going to be about a 708 first pitch. And we'll have that one. Uh, no, we won't. Uh, <laughs> that'll be a television will Fox. Uh, so we'll have uh, we'll have the, the uh, Astros and the and the Rays uh, this afternoon beginning at 330. So there you go. Uh, pretty cool deal here, guys. Uh, running back. Uh, uh, Demaria Hamilton produced a huge performance last week in a uh, Dawson victory over Axtell. And uh, yesterday, Hamilton was honored as the built Ford Tough Texas Player of the Week in Class 2A. That is, that's a cool awesome. deal for him. Good, awesome. good for him, good for Dawson and and, uh, and those folks. So there you go. Uh, and of course, we'll have high school football for you uh, on our uh, sister station. Fox Sports Central Texas Friday night when uh, Temple is in action against Coppers Cove. And uh, over on kicker, it'll be Robinson headed over to McCamey Stadium to take on Gatesville. That is one of the best trips you'll ever make because of the spread yep. in that press box. Now, I don't know about with COVID if they're going to be able to do that. I know they're, they're – uh, the, well, let, Let's have it. Let me, let, me uh, hear, well, let me hear a little bit about the no, menu. No, you, you, you pick, pick a food item, and it's there. I mean, I'm not kidding you. Barbecue, the a pizza, barbecue, it's all pizza. there. It, it, it is – I mean, it is a buffet that – and I'm going to tell you the other place where you can get a heck of a buffet, and that's Leo Buckley and Colleen now. It is a good one. I've never been to Leo Buckley. I think the best ones I've had are Gatesville, Waxahachie, and Temple. Now, I'm just telling you, you are going to get a little spread going on in Leo Buckley, and I promise you, you're going to get some good homemade food over at uh, McCamey State. I think everybody going over to the game should just walk up to the press box with uh, with a paper plate and some plastic utensils and see what you, see what you can work out for yourself. So, uh, Stretch, <laughs> I know you're a football guy. Did you watch any of the uh, the uh, the uh, Raging Cajuns and the in uh, Coastal Carolina? You know, I didn't. I, I watched about five minutes of it because I was so glued to, I, to, I was so glued to what was going on with the baseball. So, to be honest with you, I, I kind of had to step back a little bit, and I thought I'd step back a little bit from football and kind of see what, uh, see how I felt. And I, you know what, I, I no. To answer your question, I did not, but it would. Coastal I did see the scores a heck of a game. It, it was Coastal kicks a field goal with eight seconds to play. Well, uh, when it went through the uprights, about four seconds. So they kick a field goal uh, with four seconds to go, and they they upset the number twenty one team of the country on the road, 
30 to 27. So the University of Louisiana Raging Cajuns go down to Coastal Carolina. And Coastal, kids, Coastal is undefeated at 4 and 0. Hey. They've got a couple road wins. Are they going to crack the top 25? That would be, ought my be in the top 10. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I watched them. I did watch them beat Kansas. And I thought, you know, these, these guys are pretty dang good. I mean, they were they they were well coordinated on defense. They did some things offensively. I thought, who is this bunch? And I and I have been kind of keeping an eye on them. And then last night, I just got so wrapped up into baseball that I didn't. And and now that I you know now that I saw the score obviously before we went on the show, but I was like, damn, why didn't I turn that over there and watch a little bit of that? It was game? fun. I I did. I watched. I was back and forth on that one and and the baseball and. It was fun. So, uh, why that you know? I'm not sure why they're not voted number one in the country. I mean, they're undefeated. <laughs> got a couple nice road wins. I mean, uh, it's because we vote in college football, and they don't play to determine Uh-oh, the champion. I know where I know I know where we're having a segment later going. Here we go. It's a Tom Barfield. How many do we need in the college football playoff talk? All right, uh, eight, eight's, eight's enough. There's a television show in there someplace. Uh, we we did mention Atlanta has their uh, facility closed, and we'll get into that. We got some NFL, other NFL news and notes to get to as well today. So a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on. And, and Garrett is, uh, he's boy, I'm telling you what, uh, he is getting after that laptop. I mean, the, not the laptop, but the computer over there, and he's ready to roll. So I think I think we're good to go, aren't we, Garrett? I mean, you know, all, all bets right, and so far, yeah, so far so good. <laughs> it's thirteen after ten. This is ESPN Central Texas. Midway Panthers football presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. It's an open date this week for the Panthers as they get ready for district competition. The Panthers will open up district play on Thursday, October the 22nd, when they take on Mansfield. Our coverage of Panthers football will begin at 6.30 with the pregame, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. It's the Panthers in Mansfield, Thursday, October 22nd, on ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. All Texans need an approved form of ID to vote. Before going to the polls, visit votetexas.gov to check if you have one of the seven approved photo IDs, like a Texas driver license. The full list can be found at votetexas.gov. You can also find what to do if you do not possess and cannot reasonably obtain one. Visit votetexas.gov or call 1-800-252-VOTE. That's 1-800-252-8683. Sponsored by the Texas Secretary of State. The Real Texas Gun Show has teamed up with the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas to bring you a benefit gun show to Waco, Texas, October 24th and 25th at 2801 West Waco Drive at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. 208-foot tables of vendors are available. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. This is the first show of a twice-yearly benefit, hopefully for many years to come in Waco. Do not miss this show, either as a patron or a vendor. Tables still available. Contact the Real Texas Gun Show on Facebook. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show is Stephen Simcox. Have you thought about buying your first home and you weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans 
in the home buying process for the past 27 years and they're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting the perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so you can access your programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Call 254-752-1647. Grand Power Days at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. The 2021 models will be arriving soon. And we still have a great selection of 2020 ramps to choose from. Hurry in and save $10,000 off MSRP on a fully loaded Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab. Plus, competitive pickup owners get an additional $1,000 off. Well, how about $6,000 off that new diesel to pull that new RV or boat? Ram Power Days won't last much longer. So make that short drive and see why everyone says it's always cheaper and friendlier in Cameron. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis's personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. Ten seventeen, seventeen minutes after 10 o'clock. This is game time with Tom and Stretch and Garrett. We're glad you're alongside as we roll through a Thursday. Garrett, you, you, ran, a, you ran across an interesting uh, piece of information as, as far as uh, college football right. in the state of Texas. Yeah, so all, all the, the breaking story yesterday was uh, Coach Saban get tested positive for COVID. But in our own state, you had SFA head coach Kobe Carthel. He tested positive as well. And while so Sarkeesian is going to take over for Saban at Alabama right now for the time being, Carthel's dad is on the staff and he's going to take over for the Lumberjacks. And this is a this is a guy who has years of experience coaching from Lubbock Christian to Eastern New Mexico, West Texas A&M. I mean, he's got 144 games, six conference championships under his belt. So he's going to step in and take over right now uh, for the Lumberjacks. What if he goes undefeated the rest of the way? I mean, it's possible. Do we have a coaching controversy? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought, you know Father what? Son. I misunderstood. I thought Saban's dad was taking over for him. <laughs> Easy now. <laughs> oh, boy. It, it, are, is this not the most bizarre thing you've ever seen? I mean, and every day we say that, and every day there's something new and different and in, in somewhat intriguing about this stuff it does feel like that that something gets trumped every single day and i'm not talking about the president i'm talking about in a card game it's like you can't it's about the time you think that okay well we played the ace of spades here in in in, in this spade game it gets played again I, I don't the the underlying tone to me is guys at what point does it just become where it feels like overwhelming. I, I, I mean, I, I guess Les Miles, Coach Miles, is going to be able to coach this weekend. But how long? How long do they go back on Coach Saban? I mean, how, can from a con, con 
contact tracing standpoint, man, I have a hard time with that. From that standpoint, how far can they go back and when do they go back and how do they know when he's going to be safe to come back? It's a, it's a scary situation too. It, 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 it's frightening. You know, I, I look at these young people and the, and, and, and I'm like, I'm so glad that if there's any question, Hey, they, they just shut it down right now. Mm-hmm. It makes me sad from a viewing standpoint and from a sports fan standpoint. It makes me proud as a father to know, hey, that ultimately it's about these it's about these young people and it's about the players, the coaches, and keeping them safe. I think as far as with with Saban and Cartel, anybody who's caught it, I, I believe that you're probably going to do the same two week routine where you keep testing and and make sure you're clear because that seems to be the indication is two weeks out as far as the numbers and stuff. So we, I think we all agree that this is not going away. Uh, no, so I've, when so when does it become, oh, Johnny's got COVID, like, oh, what a shame Johnny's got a cold or, oh, Johnny's got the flu. Does, I, do we ever do we get to that point? I think it's wh- starting to get to that point, and I, I think it's re- – I, I do not agree with that. I, I wasn't in – it doesn't matter. I, I didn't think you should have started playing anyway this year. I thought that was ridiculous. But to me, I think you're, you're getting to that point, and it's desensitizing the situation, which is going to have a negative impact. Well, I, I know this. You – when you when you start talking about young young men, whether it's junior high, high school, college, you only get so many turns. You only get so many opportunities to practice. You only get so many opportunities to play, and you only got so much time because because your clock is running. So, I didn't have a problem with them starting it. I my my concern is how are we going to finish it when we're when we're stepping right into the middle of flu season that that's the thing that I can't that I can't grasp and I can't understand right now because it does feel like it feels like there's starting to be an uptick in these cases again and how are we going to without a vaccine how are we going to navigate through these uncertain waters Uh, and again I don't know and the question also is you know like with with the flu vaccine, you you can go get a flu shot just on, on on just about any corner, but with so many different strands of the flu, does that flu shot always work? Of course not. So, and when we do get a vaccine for for COVID nineteen, you know, is it is it going to be effective? Is it going to how effective is it going to be? There's Again, now we're getting into 75,000 more questions that we don't have answers for yet. Another COVID issue just popped up. So uh, Cincinnati and Tulsa were supposed to play this Saturday. That game has been postponed. Yeah, and and Tom, I agree with you. I mean, the the question is, are are you going to take the shot? I mean, if there was a a vaccine right now, I mean, mean, would you take it? No. But right. So I, I took I took a flu shot in '95 when I got the job with the Cowboys, and it was I'm telling you that thing made me so violently sick. I haven't taken one in 30 years. I mean I have not taken one, and I can tell you, I mean knock on this wood, I've only had several mild cases of of the flu. But there, there's so much uncertainty right now with, mm-hmm. with with this, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the Dougie Downer in the situation, but I, I just, I, I'm wondering how are we going to navigate through to get, and 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 I'm going to go back to what Tom was saying earlier, or how he's championed this 18 playoff. How do we get there? I mean, if if you had to put your, if you had to put your binoculars on right now. 
I mean, are we going to continue to have this on again, off again, on again, off again? Because at some point, and we talked about this yesterday, guys, the window is going to close on us. We're not going to have enough time mm-hmm. to put in to put in these to to play enough games to give it a feel of a true national championship. And and again, we haven't even started talking about two of the Power Five conferences who are supposed to start playing in a couple weeks. How does this all fit together? And there's so much uncertainty. that That's the maddening thing for me is the uncertainty of it and not knowing are we going to be able to at least put together, let's just say, an eight-game season. To, to heck with what we were thinking about initially, which was, which was you know, the Big Ten just playing their conference and, 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 and everybody just playing every SEC conference game. Are, do, do you see us getting to 10? Or do, at what point do you say, okay, this is the cutoff point right. and here's where we're at? Well, eventually they're going to have to make some decisions. And eventually it probably gets down to, hey, if you did not get the game played, then it becomes – uh, it becomes a no contest, or, or if you know whatever the case may be, and you have to go to a winning percentage to determine your champion. I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. Uh, but I, I, I think from, and I also believe, and, and I believe this from a mental health standpoint, playing games has been a positive. And, no and I, question. I, and I understand that there has been some issues, and and, and there's no question because we are not sheltering in place you know, like we were back in the spring that the that the the numbers are going up but I also believe that from a mental health standpoint playing these games and talking about these games and and watching these games and those type of things uh ha- has been beneficial no no I a hundred percent I agree with what you're saying I mean it has been it's been number one it's been, been beneficial to my mental health number two I think it's been beneficial for the country I I, I read an article time where they said that the you know uh, the TV numbers are down a little bit for for sports and I, I'd like to know in an election year does that always happen I mean we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna have some answers to that obviously in three weeks and and we're going to put this election behind us. But, you know, I want to see how how this thing um, changes once that's behind us. I want to see – and I want to know, are the numbers spiking because more testing, because the testing's better? I, I, those are – and you see what I'm saying? And, and it's an uncertain time, and the uncertainty of it is what – you know, it's what makes you – sit around and talk to yourself, put pressure middle finger into your thumb, hum to yourself, or do whatever, because you really don't – there's so much uncertainty still with it, and that's what that, – that's a scary thing. It's, it's just there's so much un, uncertainty surrounding the testing, the vaccination process, if they do have a vaccine, who takes it, and so on and so forth. We could just keep going. All right, uh, 1027, this is ESPN Central Texas. We'll talk some Aggie football. We'll do it next. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Elliott picks that up. Only heard here. here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone in the goal line. All season. CD Lamb, 43 yards, a touchdown, and a touchdown down. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals live from AT&T Stadium on ESPN Central Texas. 
Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. All Texans need an approved form of ID to vote. Before going to the polls, visit votetexas.gov to check if you have one of the seven approved photo IDs, like a Texas driver license. The full list can be found at votetexas.gov. You can also find what to do if you do not possess and cannot reasonably obtain one. Visit votetexas.gov or call 1-800-252-VOTE. That's 1-800-252-8683. Sponsored by the Texas Secretary of State. Grand Power Days at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. The 2021 models will be arriving soon, and we still have a great selection of 2020 ramps to choose from. Hurry in and save $10,000 off MSRP on a fully loaded Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab, plus competitive pickup owners getting an additional $1,000 off. Well, how about $6,000 off that new diesel to pull that new RV or boat? Grand Power Days won't last much longer, so make that short drive and see why everyone says it's always cheaper and friendlier in Cameron. Do you wake up each morning with chronic joint pain or go to sleep at night with the aches and pains of a recent or old sports injury? Meet Dr. Lance Ellis, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon with Coriel Health that specializes in orthopedic spine surgery, minimally invasive treatments for bone and joint pain, hip replacement, and joint reconstruction. To learn more about Dr. Ellis' personalized treatment plans or to schedule an appointment, visit CorielHealth.org. Coriel Health, where you always feel at home. Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about defending your roof against nature's elements. We replace every layer of your roof properly, and that starts with going all the way down to your deck. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. Now is the best time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a used vehicle. Right now, choose from hundreds of different makes and different models, all priced to fit, all budgets. Explore your possibilities. Explore new and used vehicles at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Ten thirty-one. This is ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch and Garrett. Glad to have you with us. We're joined now by Jeff Tarpley from Gigum247.com. Jeff, last week we talked about we talked about Jimbo needing that that signature win. We needed uh, we we had the conversation about Kellen needing to step up and play big in, in those crucial games. Well, that happened last Saturday. 
Well, that was that was arguably the biggest win of his tenure. And what it did more than anything else was show that he's making progress toward A&M being the type of program that is one that's paying off on the investment everybody's put into it. Uh, it may not be there yet, but you can see where it's headed because even though uh, this team has quite a bit of experience, they've also got a lot of younger guys playing key roles, like Isaiah, running back Isaiah Spiller, who had a great football game. And so when you see that kind of development and you see where the program is headed, it you tend to be a little more forgiving about some of the other things you're seeing, especially in light of just college football as a whole this year where it's not the cleanest sport being played in terms of in terms of mistakes, et cetera. You mentioned Spiller in, in, in the nice day, 174 yards and two touchdowns. That's a big-time day against that quality of opponent. Yeah, he's an old-school running back. He, he, he run, he's got really good size. He's over 220 pounds. Uh, great vision, great balance, always runs with lean. He is a nasty physical football player as well, as you saw in the uh, fourth down run where he just kind of bounced through an opponent and uh, took it all the way to the house. But an underrated aspect of his play is A&M's offensive line. They've really stepped it up the last two football games. They've run a lot of counter and power in which they pull a tight end and an offensive lineman from the opposite side of the formation. That plays to their strengths. And if you'll notice last week, they they were outside. They were countering power to the left side, where they got two really big offensive linemen in Jared Hawker and Dan Moore, to enable them to double down, get some push, cut off penetration from the linebackers, or cut off, excuse me, the ability for the linebackers to scrape and get to the play side hole. And they also ran inside zone to the right side behind the more mobile aspect of the line. Center Ryan McCollum. Uh, guard Kenyon Green, tackle Carson Green. And what that did was they would double-team the t- defensive tackle, get some push on them, and then, again, those linebackers couldn't fill and make the play. And so that was a very, very underrated aspect of what Filler was, Spiller excuse me, was able to accomplish last week. Uh, Jeff, let me ask you this. How's, uh, how's the injury to Caleb Chapman, how's that going to affect the, the, the Aggie receiving core? Well, he's down for the year, and, and, and interestingly enough, when you have injuries, it always seems to impact one particular position group. And for a and they've lost two tight ends so far. Uh, they had all three starting all three starting receivers from last season are not available for various reasons. They either declared for the NFL draft, opted out for this season. And you've also had multiple receivers who have gone down for the year. Cameron Buckley, who was the favorite to start at the slot, is gone. Uh, he, he went down in fall camp. Chapman now is gone for the season. Uh, Chase Lane has stepped up very, very nicely. He's a guy who is going to be able to adjust the ball in the air. He's pretty good at, at running routes. He's developed the ability to to generate yardage after the catch. Uh, Anaya Smith got moved back to the slot last week. He had a nice little game. Jalen Wattemeyer is a very valuable 
asset to have it tied in. And now A&M's running more of the West Coast routes where he can run option routes in the intermediate zones, make those 10 to 15-yard receptions that can move the chains. What A&M needs to find now is a Z receiver who can create downfield receptions and also act as a clear-out receiver for the other uh, the, the other shorter route that they'll be running. Uh, Jalen Preston came at the end of the game last week. He started the season at the Z. We'll see if they keep going that route. And him also might have Hezekiah Jones available. Uh, he missed all of last season with an Achilles injury. He's missed this season so far, but he, in all likelihood, they may want to hold him over until Amon gets a bye week after this week and then has the Arkansas game after that before really getting him back involved in the offense. Jeff, you brought up Wattemeyer. Do you expect him to see more targets now with, with the, all the injuries on the receiver core? I, I don't know that he'll, he'll see more. Uh, I think you'll see it kind of spread out between Smith and Lane and Wattemeyer. Uh, I, I think what is going to be interesting is Preston is more of a he's not really ever developed into being a guy that can get down the field run those deep routes and and get to get to those long throws that kind of open up the offense underneath so that's going to be the challenge is finding someone who can do that so that you can get those people open on the short to intermediate routes and move the chains. If Preston can come through, uh, I think his passing game will remain very, very viable, and you'll see Kellen Mond continue to have good games. If people, if opposing defenses feel like that the Z is no longer the deep threat that Chapman made it to be in the last game, then they're going to start moving the, the, the safeties up, and especially to stop the run, and then that's going to kind of make the passing game a little more problematic. On the recruiting front, the Aggies land Demetrius Crownover from Grandview over Baylor and Texas. What, are, what position are the Aggies looking at for him, and was it a surprise at all that he chose to come to Texas A&M? It's it's not a surprise that he that he chose to come to Texas A and M. I, I don't know that ever any Bowen was expecting him to pull the trigger mm-hmm. at this particular point in time. Uh, he, he's just, he's one of those small town kids who plays a lot of different roles. You know, plays football, plays basketball. You can tell he hasn't had a lot of weight training. Uh, you know, he. On the football field, he's just kind of a man among boys, doesn't need a lot of technique to be a dominant football player. He's a guy that you're going to develop for on down the road. And as a tight end, it would be interesting to see what A&M does with him because you don't want him to get too big. He's he's an athletic kid for his side. He, he really is kind of a freak in that regard. But you're going to have to develop him. That means you're going to have to be patient with him. So he's probably going to need a redshirt year to adjust to the level of competition. And then you're going to see what he does in terms of how big does he want to get. Because he could probably eventually translate into an offensive tackle. He could translate into a defensive end. You know, what does he want to do? Does he want to weigh 320 pounds or does he want to stay in that 270-pound range? And, and, you know, the amazing thing about this guy is he doesn't look – like he's got much meat on his bones at 270 pounds. So 
if you can keep him down where he is right now and just put on good muscle mass as opposed to more weight than that, you're, you're really going to have a weapon on your hands that's not just a guy who's going to be a factor in the passing game but really going to be a factor on the line of scrimmage in the run game. Talking with Jeff Tarpley from uh, Giggum247.com. Jeff, we, we talk so much, and, and rightfully so, about the, the quality of that win this past Saturday. So is there pressure on the Aggies to go play well in Stark Vegas against Mississippi State? I think the big thing that last week did, and you see this on programs on the rise. You saw this. I saw this when uh, when I was at A and M as a student, and when Jackie Sherrill arrived. It, you need these type of wins to validate your approach as a football coach, and that's what this did for Jimbo Fisher. He's been telling his guys, "Hey, look, if you do these things, you will be successful." And now it makes it a lot easier for those guys to buy in to what he's preaching, the, the physicality on both lines, uh, the ability to play defense, maybe not as well as you want to for 60 minutes, but at least get the key stops that enable you to get the ball back into windows football games. And more importantly, it really cut down on the mistakes that it was making. It really had some issues in that regard with penalties. It's had those issues all season. Uh, they, they stopped making those to an extent after they fell behind 28-17, and the focus was much better. And that's why they were able to outscore Florida the rest of the game and eventually translate that into a win. So more than anything else, you talk to people and you get a sense of everybody is now buying into more of what Jimbo Fisher is telling them. They get a sense of, hey, look, if I do this, I will be successful. That means an increased confidence level, more focus, and possibly, hopefully, even better play on the field than, than what we've been seeing. Jeff, there were a lot of rumblings and, and talks about the, the crowd last week at the game, and then Florida has an outbreak. Is there any concerns on the campus at all right now with COVID uh, in Texas A&M? No, none, none that we're aware of. Uh, A&M tests its players very, very thoroughly. The protocols that are in place are – here's the thing about the protocols. The protocols were put in place back during the summer, and everybody we've ever talked to, which you know includes – parents off the record, that type of thing. If you're a parent, you're concerned about your kid is paramount in your life. And these people have had complete confidence in A&M's ability to keep their kids safe. That was during the summer. It's still, it's still in, you know, in evidence here in the fall. And so A&M continues to do things the right way. And if the kids and the parents have confidence in what you're doing, then you've got to be doing it right. And so I think you'll continue to see A&M be more of an example of what to do as opposed to having some of the issues that have broken out this week. Now, it doesn't mean that there won't be issues, but at least you get a sense covering this team that a and doing things the right way. If they weren't, I think you would have a you'd have some more than just rumblings on the AM campus. I think you'd start having some outcry among the players and the parents. That hasn't happened, and I think that's a tribute to what Jimbo Fisher and his staff, the athletic department, the university have been able to do in that regard. Hey Jeff, man, we appreciate the time as always. Look forward to our uh, conversation next week.
Thanks, guys. Appreciate y'all. Have a great day. That's Jeff uh, Tarpley with Gigum247.com. It's 1043, and there's more of game time coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. Midway Panthers football presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. It's an open date this week for the Panthers as they get ready for district competition. <laughs> The Panthers will open up district play on Thursday, October the 22nd, when they take on Mansfield. Our coverage of Panthers football will begin at 6.30 with the pregame, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. It's the Panthers and Mansfield, Thursday, October 22nd, on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show is Stephen Simcox. Have you thought about buying your first home? and you weren't sure where to start or if you qualify, NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years and they're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting the perfect home for you and your family. Call 254 752 1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access your programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Call 254-752-1647. Connect host work and play with the baylor club enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef driven cuisine and space to watch all the action discover a private club inside mclean stadium with all the amenities you've been missing including complimentary breakfast monday through friday a la carte dining for lunch and dinner and events for all interests members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere contact april or stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the baylor club your home away from home today Looking for quality plants at affordable prices? Would you like your yard transformed from an unmaintained pile of weeds to a yard that looks like a beautiful park and increases the value of your property? Barrera's Nursery and Landscape is the place for seasonal plants, shrubs, trees, and perennials, as well as a wide variety of bulk material and landscape rock. Locally owned and operated for over 20 years, Barrera's Nursery and Landscape, open every day, 9 till 5, at 201 Sun Valley Drive in Hewitt, or call them at 254-666-9806. With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600, ubeo.com. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. 
Dust off your boots, Waco. It's rodeo time. One hot rodeo presented by AIP Energy returns to the Extra Co Coliseum. See the professional bull riders, high speed team events, mutton busting, barrel racing, and much more on October 10th through 11th and 15th through the 17th. Join us October 18th for a one hot bullfight. See the rankest bulls compete against some of the best American freestyle bullfighters in the country. Tickets are on sale now. Visit hotfair.com to get yours. Ten forty-eight. This is game time. Tom and Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Hey, don't forget, if you want to win a nice prize package from Whataburger, all you have to do is go to our website, SyntexSportsFan.com, and uh, pick the high school games. we got 10 high school games that we, uh, that we post, and uh, you pick them. And if you're the winner, you're going to win a nice prize package from Whataburger, which includes uh, a gift card for, for meals and and all kinds of neat things. So it's all coming up on Thursday around uh, – uh, well, on, on Mondays we announce the winner, but uh, we, started, uh, we start rolling it. So uh, jump online right now, com, and you can cast your vote. Uh, got some good games, Garrett, to uh, – t- to uh, to pick oh ward he he did his homework this week didn't he? he he picked out some good games yeah we actually got a nice slate i mean they're all been good but this one's really you got a few games in here that are that should separate the pack a little bit i would say yeah and this is one where there's a handful of games that uh and, and i'm still trying to figure out where i'm going friday night with with an open date you know yeah. midway's playing open so uh they got the bye they got the bye absolutely i think they, I, I think they you know what, Tom? After a, after a tough loss like that, sometimes sometimes that'll that that'll do you some good. I mean, I'm not sure Midway, after you know, really having a tough situation with you know getting in a game where it looked like they were almost overmatched with Westlake, and then they had it should you know they were in the game the whole way against South Grand Prairie, mm-hmm. don't win. Sometimes it does you some good to get that old buy in there, and you can step away from it and then come back with a with a new vision. Well, and and I'm I'm telling you right now, uh, Jeff Hume was pleased in several areas of his football team. The improvement, I mean the I mean the visual, you know, even guys like me that don't know anything about football, uh, you can you know you can you can see the improvement in so many different areas on the football field, and that was the encouraging thing, and I think that was the encouraging thing for Jeff Hume. And, yeah, his, and his staff, right, right, and and that's what you want to do, guys. You get better sometimes through not having the most successful of seasons. Your 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 kids will start to turn around. They'll start to understand. And, and we t- even talking to Jeff Tarpley and, and the, from Gigum twenty four seven, and hearing what Jimbo Fisher preaches to his players. Doesn't that seem eerily? Like the same message that you hear at the high school level, Tom. I'm I'm asking you that. Does yeah. that seem like you're getting that same message, guys? If you'll buy in to what we're doing here, if you'll buy into the program, to what we're trying to accomplish, eventually we'll we'll turn this thing in the right direction. And anytime those coaches are feeling that way, and they feel like, hey, our guys are starting to buy into what's going on, we're playing better. That means the arrow's turned in the right direction. All right, let's pick them, Garrett. Let's go. All right, first game, Franklin 4-2 and two at Florence 0-6. I'm going Franklin. Let me Franklin. We're all going Franklin. All right, Mart 5-0 and oh at Hubbard 1-5. and five. Give me Mart. 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 Grandview 6-0 and oh at West 5-1. and one. I'm taking Ooh, the Zebras. This is a good one. It is I'm a good one. Go West. 
We got West. West. All right. Look at old Stretch jumping out there. I, you know what? I, I, I'm I'm going to go with the the zebras, but I do believe this this is one of those games that's on my list to uh-huh. to uh, potentially attend. Oh yeah, so. it's a, it's an excellent matchup. Uh, next game we got McGregor four and three at Lorena three and two. I'm taking McGregor in this one. Are you really? I am. I'm going Lorena. I'm going Lorena. All righty. This one I had trouble with. I, I've went gone back and forth. I'm still not confident enough, but. Uh, yo, four and two at Troy, three and three. I'm taking Troy, and it might come back to bite me, but I'm going to ride with Troy on this. I'm one. going Yo. I'm staying with him. I, I'm going to go. <laughs> See, I had it all figured out about <laughs> thirty minutes ago, but I don't have it so figured out right now. So that's how I was. I went back and forth. For well, like the next minutes. one, the next one's got me got me uh, perplexed too but I, i'm gonna go yo all right I just, i'm gonna I, I, I was i started out with yo i'm staying with there you go all right next game china spring six and oh at salado six and one i'm taking china spring because i just feel like their offense is so potent if they get up to i just see salado struggling to come back so i'm gonna take china spring in this i'm one. going china spring too i'm taking salado all right they kept conley's offense to 15 points so yeah. Uh, they played some defense, so if you can play some defense, I kind of like you. So I'm going. I'm going with the Eagles. All right, Robinson two and five at Gatesville one and four. I'm going Gatesville. Wow, give me Robinson, Tom. You all right over there? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly, Robinson. All right, go with the home team. You got Rio Vista six and one at Crawford six and zero. Oh, I'm taking Crawford. I'm going Crawford. I'm taking the Pirates. All right. Although you're, you're, the Eagles are sitting there six and one, guys. I mean, you know, and they have a good running attack, but I just think Crawford's too much right now. Uh, Belton zero oh and three at Colleen two and one. I'm taking the Ruse. Uh, give me Belton. Belton in an upset. I, I saw Colleen earlier this year. Uh, they've got some playmakers. They're, they're, they're talented. And they're coming off a week where because they were supposed to play Waco last week, so they have an extra week of preparation yep, as well. I'm, I'm going with the Ruse. All right, last game we got Temple 2-1 and one at Coppers Cove 1-2. and two. I'm going with Temple on a bounce-back win. Me too. Me, me three. The, and me and I'm telling you, the uh, – I think Temple's going to play a lot better. I don't think that they were real pleased with it. And I know Arlington Martin's good, but I don't – just listening to some of the things, I think that they felt like they should have played a better football game last week, and I think they're going to go to Coppers Cove, and they're going to play that football game. Well, being humbled sometimes will help you, so. Yep. So there you go. I, so we can't pick ties? I mean, no. <laughs> how, many, how many how many people did we have tie last week? Uh, it, there know, was like three, I believe. Yeah, there was. And, and But I'm telling you, it's because. But it, it always was, goes to who picked it earliest, right? That's Correct. right. And, yeah. and there were still three. There were still three picking it the same day. Uh, no, not the same day. No, okay. we had one clear-cut winner, uh, but we had we had three, I think, that with the same that, record that, with the same record. And it was hey, it was it. And of course, we had two games that didn't happen because of COVID. So we were down to eight games on that deal. So it was a five and three deal that won it. And normally it's ten and zero or nine and one or something like right. that that wins it. But it because the last couple last of week weeks was tricky though. Last two weeks have been tricky, and, and so I, I'm thinking that this one right here will. And I will tell you that we did not have a single vote last week for the McGregor Bulldogs, and they won their football game. Uh, so it, it just goes to show you, you just don't know. Uh, and you don't want to peak too soon either. Uh, 1055, <laughs> five away from 11 o'clock. This is Gabe Time on ESPN Central Texas. 
Following an open date, Coach Dave Aranda meets up with his former roommate Tom Herman as the Bears travel to Austin to take on the Longhorns. Again this season, tune in to hear J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the State of Texas Coach Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris, for all the play-by-play of Baylor Big 12 football. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. First Central Credit Union has expanded our playbook. Ready to kick off as a first-time homebuyer? Having a hard time making the first down? First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about mortgage refinancing? This play works for you, too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We are opening doors to home ownership at First Central. Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Dust off your boots, Waco. It's rodeo time. One hot rodeo presented by AIP Energy returns to the Extra Co Coliseum. See the professional bull riders, high speed team events, mutton busting, barrel racing, and much more on October 10th through 11th and 15th through the 17th. Join us October 18th for a one hot bullfight. See the rankest bulls compete against some of the best American freestyle bullfighters in the country. Tickets are on sale now. Visit hotfair.com to get yours. You already love our famous chicken tenders, but have you tried our fabulous Bush Baby sauce? Get ready. Our new Bush Baby chicken sandwich is here. Oh, and did we mention it's on a King's Hawaiian bun? Yes, you heard it right. A King's Hawaiian bun. Crispy tenders placed on a warm and delicious King's Hawaiian bun. Drizzled with our sensational Bush Baby sauce. Topped with three pickles and bam! Introducing the new Bush Baby chicken sandwich. Pick up your Bush Baby chicken sandwich at a Bush's chicken nearest you today. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Stonewood Dental is your comfortable and remarkable home for a full spectrum of general dentistry starting at age six months. They feature a specialized treatment of TMJ pain known as biostetics, the highest degree of bite correction treatment that relieves patients of pain and gives them the smile of a lifetime. From simple fillings to full cosmetic reconstruction, Stonewood Dental also specializes in oral or IV sedation, implants, and wisdom teeth removal. They accept most insurance policies, including Medicaid and CHIPS at Stonewood Dental in Robinson. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month, and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and the Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Last year, the Lorena Athletic Association awarded 12 scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD students. They also try to provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches' wish lists. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. 
KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Eleven o'clock. Welcome back into Game Time. You're all access pass to Central Texas Sports. Tom and Stretch and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. Coming up at noon today. Noon to three is unnecessary roughness. Then uh, we're back three to six. Stephen Simcox and I, and we'll uh, we'll have another big radio show coming your way at three o'clock this afternoon. We'll, we'll talk with uh, sometime in in our program. We're going to talk to Ronnie Striplin, the head coach of the Dawson Bulldogs. We'll do that uh, and all kinds of fun stuff coming up. This afternoon between three and six, right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, let's uh, let's circle back around to Major League Baseball. The Astros get a win, fellas. Do they get another one today? Ooh. I, I, you know what? It, it, are you asking me as a fan? Or no, you I'm asking, asking you. As do a, they as I, a gambler? <laughs> no, I'm asking you as a sports broadcaster. Yes, they're going to get a win. Give me, give me the Strohs today, Garrett. Are, are they going to win? Are they going to? Because hey, a win gets them back in the series. I mean, they're going to psychologically. Have to. I think it does, doesn't it? If you're down three to two. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You, I think you stem the tide today. If you can get it to three to two, you got a shot to win this thing. It's it's still a big ask. I mean, you're talking about winning four straight against one of the, you know, obviously one of the best teams in baseball, or at least one of the hottest teams in baseball, or, or maybe both. You know, so it's a tough deal. But still, if you win today, you got to feel like if you, if you're a player or anybody, you got to feel like, hey, so you're telling me there's a chance. I mean, I I think they get back in it, but I don't think they win today. Well, okay. I, 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 I think they, the well, sometimes I think you spend a lot of – well, you know this as a competitor stretch. You spend a lot of energy, and, and I think that they felt the pressure a little bit yesterday. Spent a lot of energy to, to get into that, to, to get that win. And so I just, I just think their bats are going to come to life. I really do. I think this is going to be one of those games where the Astros, I, they're swinging the bat well. They, they still are – and that last night they got some timely hitting. Obviously, Springer hits that bomb. Altuve. Boy, did he I, ever hit a bomb? Yeah, I just, but boy, I mean, on the on the fourth deck of that porch up there. Yes. But I, 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 I just, I, I mean, Gurriel, uh, Correa, uh, Bregman. I, I think you just see a breakout game for the Stros bats here. I, I can see the Astros putting some runs up and and winning this game today. Well, the Dodgers had a breakout last night with their bats, and then some good news for them is Clayton Kershaw is going to be back and gets the start tonight in Game 4 of the NLCS. Now, that's – I mean, I think they win. I think they kind of take over that deal. Uh, I, I if he, Especially if he goes out and pitches well, gives them six, seven good innings, and they win the baseball game, then you're 2-2. Two, two. Woo-hoo, here we go. We got ourselves – a series so uh again i just i think it's just asking too much to ask houston to win four straight and again i know it's been done it i mean but it it, it doesn't get done on a daily basis because it's so stinking difficult My yeah thing- it, it, it is and, and and i'm sure and we talked about this yesterday you know dusty baker is preaching we're not even thinking about friday we're not thinking about anything but trying to you know, trying to just get one. We need one right here. And if they can, if they can, if they can get this to three-two, 
I, I, I mean, does 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 the you know does the justice scale start to tip a little bit toward, or the competitive scale start to start to tip a little bit towards the Astros? I I just see the bats coming alive today. If I was a if I was a gambling man, I'd I'd I'd, I'd be betting runs and, and 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 hoping that the Astros bats start swinging. Well, the team in that other dugout is pretty stinking good. So well, they are good. Uh, we'll see. I'm curious for a small market team. I mean, they, have you seen what they spend too? I, somebody wrote an article about that. I don't even remember who who wrote it. And I, and I took a gander, and it's it's amazing. I mean, how they've put that team together and 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 really structured that whole organization in Tampa. I'm curious to see if okay. So say the the Braves do in tonight. They they win it, close up shop tonight with them playing. Is that the case? Oh, you're talking about the Rays? The Rays, yeah. yeah if, okay. the, if the Rays win and close up shop tonight, then with them playing games straight through, there's no break. Does that that has to give them some sort of a competitive advantage, right? Starting the World Series. Well, if the Dodgers and the Braves play six, seven yeah, games, that's what I mean. absolutely, yeah. because they're gonna they're gonna you know go out and take batting practice there in uh, and you know and in you know and get in, and align their their starting pitching the way they wanted again. Uh, I think I'm right in saying that they're gonna they're gonna play the World Series like they played the uh, the divisional championships. It's seven straight, isn't it? Stretch. I mean, they're not they're yeah. not breaking because there's no travel involved. Right. That's so right. they're gonna you get make, it all done. Correct. You make the point. There's there's no reason to have off days. You got no travel days. You, so if, if so, yeah, they can line up their pitching. Right, and that's why they and correct me if I'm wrong, but that's why they started that series a day early in San Diego being. Houston and Tampa, so that they have that day to travel, mm-hmm. and, and have you know they'd be that early day to travel, get to Arlington, and then and then kick the World Series off. And and, and you know again from uh, from Houston's standpoint, they've played in that ballpark enough. It's almost like you know they played the Rangers enough, so they know they know that ballpark. So like being in Chavez Ravine, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. You think they're that comfortable with it? I think they're comfortable enough, so <laughs> they'll be they'll be just fine if it is. If it is Houston, but uh, yeah, I mean, if 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 Tampa Bay wins it, uh, then then yeah, they get. Right. To, I mean, they're going to sit back and they're going to sit there and, and and hope that Atlanta and Los Angeles play fourteen inning games for the next three or four nights. I mean, that's what they want, and so uh, you know, uh, get get and then they get their pitching all lined up, get their bullpen. Uh, aligned the way they want it, and you know, but first things first, they got to go win a game, yep. and, and and so. Closing them out is always the hardest thing to do. You know that. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think Dusty Baker's – I think he's a gritty guy. I think what he's done taking over, you know, that that franchise who was – you know, let's face it, guys. I mean, it was a a, a situation that was in distress with what had happened with A.J. Hinch and all the – you know, all that scandal that they went through. Dusty Baker was a good hire. He was a good hire because he came in there and he righted that ship, and he was able to get, I think, get this team to at least almost a 500 record. They got into the postseason and they looked much better than a 500 team. And he gives them some credibility. I mean, you know, he 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 has that credibility that, and now he, you know, he, he's just he. You're right. He was the right guy, and and I know that they have taken. They've taken some abuse, and rightfully so. They deserve it. They deserve everything they get. Uh, but he's also on the flip side of that. He's he's the right guy, and 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 you see where they are right now. They're playing to 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 try to get to the World Series, and I know it. I, again, it's still 
it's going to be difficult. <laughs> you know, they won one. They've won one in a row, uh, and you're asking them to win four in a row. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Well, I, I, I'm, I guess I'm rooting on them, guys. We need we need a Texas team in this. We need a Texas team in the World Series. I'm riding so I'm with not, the Dodgers. I'm not, I'm not giving it. Say it again. I'm riding with the Dodgers. I'm riding with the Dodgers. I, I can understand that. I'm just I'm just saying I'm rooting on a I'm rooting on the one lone Texas franchise we got in this we got in this in this uh, in this horse race and I'm hoping I'm hoping the Astros give us one more day. Well and, and I'm with you. I mean I you know, I, I hope Houston I hope Houston gets there. I hope they win four in a row and get to the World Series. And I'm kinda like Garrett over on the other side. I, I would like to see the Dodgers. I mean I kinda like the uh, the tradition you know, you go back to the Brooklyn Dodgers and and then uh, L.A. with Tommy Lasorda and you know, you, there's just you know, Kirk, Kirk Gibson, Gibson you just yep, yep, oh, yeah, I can't believe what I you know right. uh, that all of that. I mean, I, I would love to see the Dodgers and the Astros in the World Series, and but you know, in again, uh, this is a big. I, I think obviously they're all big, but I mean, this is a really big game for the Dodgers. Kershaw goes out, pitches well, puts him right back in it, and ties the series up at two games apiece. And who knows? Uh, I, I think they have the momentum. If Houston can find a way to win today, even though they'll be down three to two, they'll have won two in a row. And and, and who knows? But again, I just think it's so stinking hard to beat Tampa Bay four straight games. It, it, and I agree with you, Tom. I mean, a hundred percent. I agree. We're winning four in a row. I don't care who you're beating four times in a row. It's hard to win four in a row, but. I guess I'm I'm starting to come to the conclusion that this is a pretty tough team going through what they what they went through. Good and point. Yes, was it deserved? I, you know, I guess it was deserved, and and how they how they handled that how they handled that scandal. But to me, it is it would be a little bit it, it'd be a, it's a feel good story to see them win and win without having to do that without hearing the banging on the trash can or whatever the crap they were listening to to try to get those pitches tipped off. All right, uh, 1109, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas, and we will have that Astros broadcast for you uh, coming up to, uh, this evening, and uh, you can catch that over on Fox Sports Central Texas, 3.30 broadcast time, 4.07 first pitch. That is 13.30 a.m. and 93.9 FM. So uh, catch the Astros right here on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Straight ahead, there is more of uh, game time here on this Thursday as we take a look around the NFL. We'll do that next with Stretch on ESPN Central Texas. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Elliott picks that up. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone in the goal line. All season. CD Lamb. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. Live from AT&T Stadium. On ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchie Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. All Texans need an approved form of ID to vote. 
Before going to the polls, visit votetexas.gov to check if you have one of the seven approved photo IDs, like a Texas driver license. The full list can be found at votetexas.gov. You can also find what to do if you do not possess and cannot reasonably obtain one. Visit votetexas.gov or call 1-800-252-VOTE. That's 1-800-252-8683. Sponsored by the Texas Secretary of State. The Real Texas Gun Show has teamed up with the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas to bring you a benefit gun show to Waco, Texas, October 24th and 25th at 2801 West Waco Drive at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. 208-foot tables of vendors are available. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. This is the first show of a twice-yearly benefit, hopefully for many years to come in Waco. Do not miss this show, either as a patron or a vendor. Tables still available. Contact the Real Texas Gun Show on Facebook. First Central Credit Union has expanded our playbook. Ready to kick off as a first-time homebuyer? Having a hard time making the first down? First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about mortgage refinancing? This play works for you, too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We are opening doors to home ownership at First Central. Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCU. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show is Stephen Simcox. If you thought about buying your first home and you weren't sure where to start or if you qualify, NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years and they're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting the perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so you can access your programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Call 254-752-1647. It's Ram Power Days at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. The 2021 models will be arriving soon, and we still have a great selection of 2020 ramps to choose from. Hurry in and save $10,000 off MSRP on a fully loaded Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab, plus competitive pickup owners getting an additional $1,000 off. Well, how about $6,000 off that new diesel to pull that new RV or boat? Grand Power Days won't last much longer, so make that short drive and see why everyone says it's always cheaper and friendlier in Cameron. ESPN Central Texas, Tom Barfield, Glenn Stretch-Smith, Garrett Ross, glad to have you with us on this uh, Thursday here on 1660 AM, 92.3 FM in Waco and 100.9 in Temple, Texas, and Bell County, and Coryell County, and all those lovely spots. Hey, Stretch, let's talk a little NFL football. I, I want to get into a conversation, if you don't mind, about the Cowboys and their situation, obviously, at quarterback. Uh, there was some we, we had a conversation yesterday afternoon on the program about the, the uh, abilities of, uh, of Andy Dalton compared to the abilities of, uh, of Dak Prescott, and obviously they're two different styles of quarterbacks, and D- does does Kellen Moore have to change a lot of things for Andy Dalton? And my point is this: between between Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy, two pretty good offensive minds, 
can't they find enough things in the play, the current playbook that that suit Dalton's game that they'll be just fine? Absolutely, they can, and and that you're not going to see a big change in the in the game plan. You're going to see, I, I believe, you'll see some different route combinations be run because Dalton throws a better deep ball. Now the question becomes, Tom, can they protect? I mean, with these with these tackles, you know, both both I mean, Tyron's out, Lyle Collins is out. You're not going to get those guys back, and so. Can the young guys at tackle hold up and protect well enough for Andy Dalton? I think the question becomes, uh, can Andy Dalton maybe keep some things alive a little bit uh, better than he did at Cincinnati? He and and not, that was the argument, that, yeah, he, that is he not doesn't have be, that ability anymore. Right, right. He's not going to be Dak Prescott as far as the guy that can move in the pocket, can you know, is, is, is able to maybe uh, bail out one way or the other and then get on the move. The ball has to come out on time. And when I say on time, it's got to be either a five with a hitch, a quick three if he's in the shotgun, a three with a hitch. All of those things that you're talking to a quarterback about to be able to get rid of the football and get rid of the football on time. It's my belief that Andy Dalton's going to fit good in this system because Mike McCarthy's West Coast system always has a shallow – one of the guys is always running a shallow right, whether it's the X, the Z, the Y, the F. Somebody's always coming on a shallow so that you have a, a place to dump the football from a hot perspective. And that's where Dallas and going out and getting Andy Dalton is going to be able to take advantage of that situation. He's seen all the blitzes in the NFL. He knows what it looks like. He knows the speed of how they may show it one way and then bring it weak, bring it bring it another way. He understands how they disguise coverage and what they do in those situations. So I do think he'll he'll transition into that into that starting role pretty well, especially having a full week of practice when last week I thought the issue was the cadence and the taking of the snap, you know, from Biotish. The bigger point, and I we've hammered on it all year, and I know you guys are probably tired of hearing it from me, is on the other side of the ball. Defensively, how is Dallas going to uh, – how are they going to fix some of their leverage issues and some of the problems that they've had? Uh, I, I did see today where Van Der Esch is going to practice. He is, he is the key – to, to be in the guy in the middle because he can run, he's long, and he can do some things. If they can get a Wouzier back, he was a little dinged up. Now you get a Wouzier, Jordan Lewis. Hopefully this secondary will, you know, will, will mend up a little bit for you. But uh, the issue, fellas, for me is on the defensive side of the how many How many snaps, guys, can Van Der Esch, I mean, can you really expect from Van Der Esch on Not Monday many. night? Not well, I mean, I would guess 30. I mean, you know, 25, 30 maybe, and you get him out in, in, a, in a lot of nickel situations. You, you're, you substitute him. I, uh, realistically, you're going to have to see this week how he, how he, how he takes a hit. And, and I'm saying that because normally, you know, this time of the year, there's not much hitting going on uh, in practice this time of the year. But he's going to have to take a few licks to test that clavicle and – Hopefully, you know, he'll he'll structurally be able to do that because he is the difference maker in the front seven, guys. Make no mistake about it. He is the difference maker with how he can run and his length. Does it address the issues in the secondary? Does it address the leverage issues? Uh, no. 
but hopefully they'll be able to grasp a little bit about what, you know, maybe what Mike Nolan is doing. I've been openly critical of that scheme and, and what they're trying to do, and I'm hoping that they get their leverage problem uh, straightened out because guess what? If you think you're, gonna, if you think you're not going to get out leveraged or at least that Cliff Kingsbury and what he did at, at the college level with the quick game, with the bubble screens, with the tunnel screens, with the quarterback getting it, they, they'll get you out leveraged in a heartbeat. So this is going to be a game that I think it's really going to magnify that situation. Can they get the ball, you know, outside? Can they get the ball in their playmaker's hands? Can they get it to DeAndre? Can they get it to Fitzgerald, to Christian Kirk? And then, you know, keeping an eye on this quarterback, we all know he can run. I mean, we 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 saw it around in the Metroplex when he was at Allen. We saw it when he was at Oklahoma. I mean, he's he's as dangerous with his feet as maybe any quarterback in the league right now. Uh, with Le'Veon Bell out at the Jets, and I know the the Bills have shown some interest in McDermott. Confirmed that this morning. Do you think that he that would be an ideal landing spot for him? I think either there or Kansas City. I mean, I could he could he split time, you know, with with the young LSU back uh, Edwards Elaire. I, I think Kansas City is also would also be a good fit for for Le'Veon because of what he can do for in the passing game. He's 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 a lot bigger than Edwards Elaire, but he's the guy that can they can flex out. They can do some things with him running some routes and doing some things in Andy Reid's offense that'll make that'll make them more dangerous. If I had to guess right now and bet right now, I'd say Le'Veon Bell uh, to either the Chiefs or the Bills certainly makes sense. I know the Dolphins have shown some interest in him too, and Chan Gailey will feed the ball to the running back and and be able to get you know to get to maximize his talents and maybe he you know maybe he likes that warm weather and going down there to south beach and doing those kind of things so uh, initially though i think Le'Veon bell is, is it's either going to be the chiefs or, or, or buffalo and i don't know if you guys have ever been to buffalo in nope. the winter but there may not be a more depressing place in the world than buffalo new york <laughs> in about december <laughs> january february the sun doesn't come out gets dark about four o'clock and it snows it's ever loving you know what off every day <laughs> Hey, uh, the Falcons, oh, the Falcons, good gracious, the Falcons. But now they've got a COVID situation and the facility's on lockdown. They're scheduled to go Sunday, even though it's it's not players. And, and I don't even think it's coaches. I think it's uh, uh, somebody within the staff other than a player or a coach, and it's just one. But they are on lockdown with the facility. It, obviously, I guess Sunday is in jeopardy. Well, it's – it's got to be, but I mean, my question would be: Never mind Sunday. What are they doing Thursday? Are they practicing today? Are they are they moving to a different facility? Uh, how 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 does all that work? I I don't know. I did see this too, guys. Uh, Hall of Famer uh, Fred Dean. I mean, he's mm-hmm. a heck of a pass rusher. Passed away at sixty eight, and they're saying possibly from complications from COVID. So a very unfortunate situation there. And how about Cam Newton coming back off of the COVID list? Boy, does uh, boy could New New England use that shot in the arm this week uh, to get Cam Newton back? You know, and and I know there's a lot of it, the NFL's just like everything else is kind of disjointed. But it, in in the big scheme of things for the NFL, because of the length of their their schedule, we're really kind of still early on in this thing. We're we're four or five games into yeah. this deal, so y- there's no reason uh, in the NFL to start. 
punching those buttons and, and getting and getting antsy, is there? No, I don't think so. And I and, and I did see early in the week where they were where they're looking at already possibly, you know, making uh, either I want to say it's either uh, the Metroplex or Los Angeles possible bubble cities for the playoffs where they're going to try to really, you know, hone in and, and, and almost make it like the NBA did, you know, where you've got those teams in those situations once they get to the playoffs. I'm like you, Tom. Now we've got, you know, we're talking about still 11 weeks right mm-hmm. here, which seems like a long time uh, to, to, try, to try to te- keep these teams healthy. You know, Monday night you're going to get an early game again uh, with Buffalo and Kansas City before the Dallas and Arizona game. So, uh, you know, the, good for the NFL. They keep they keep changing some things around, keep moving some dates around, keep playing some games on different times, trying to, again, trying to navigate these uncertain waters. Uh, how about, though, you know, big games this week, Green Bay and Tampa Bay, is that does, does that game appeal to you? The, the GOAT, Tom Brady, versus maybe some people feel like the GOAT and Aaron Rodgers should be a heck of a matchup. Uh, that's that's the that's the late game Sunday afternoon, but that that should be a heck of a matchup. No, the quarterback matchup in that one's going to be phenomenal. I think the Packers are a better team though overall and should win that game. But that, that's just my opinion. Yeah, and, and I mean going down to Tampa, you're not going to you know you won't you won't have any weather issues this right. early in the year. So I, I think Tampa's really good defensively. I could see them getting up and really challenging Green Bay and their receivers. I. I, I I, I do like that matchup, and then I, I'm, I'm going to make mention of this. When was the last time the Miami Dolphins were favored <laughs> favored in a football game? They're favored Ooh. by like nine against the Jets. Boy, talk about from a gambling wow. perspective. Where where would you go with that? Mm, I don't. I, I'm not a gambler. I'm not. I'm not good on the judging those numbers myself. The, I, it, I the, know you're uncomfortable with it. The I, Jets I, are I getting nine. Know. The Jets are getting nine. Jets are getting nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna take me some Flacco, of that. Flacco and the New York Jets are getting nine, playing playing down in Miami. I I, I agree. I'm like, I want me some that. of that now. Something smells in that in, in that scenario. There's no no doubt about it. Uh, Monday night matchup though, Cowboys Arizona guys. I think I think it's gonna be a good game, and I'm I'm looking forward to to. Uh, to Vander Esch getting back out there for the Cowboys, getting back healthy. Hopefully, uh, you know, Sean Lee will follow, give them some depth there. If they can get a Wouzier back in this secondary, I- I'm looking for the Cowboys to kind of at least uh, make some noise defensively. I think uh, Lawrence has been nicked up. He's talked about it, an ankle issue. He came off the edge and got the strip sack last week. I like how they are putting the – you know, they're putting four defensive ends in there, taking Don Terry Poe out, taking Woods out, who are two, no, two true nose guards, and getting some guys to pressure up the field. I think Monday night ought to be a heck of a game, Cowboys-Cardinals. All right, uh, that's a look at, at around uh, the NFL. It's 11:26. When we come back, we're going to talk some high school and college football. We're going to do that with uh, Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald. That's next on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. Now Demo got me putting some juices and berries in him, and that thing growing better than ever. Juices and berries. Yeah, yeah. One day he he was cutting my hair, and he's like, "Man, what you putting your hair?" And I was like, "Sporting ways." He's like, "Man, you need that stuff right up there on the shelf. It's in this little purple bottle. I mean, it literally, it looks like it came out of like the Nile." And it ain't got no name. It's just got a symbol on it. It's kind of like Prince. 
Exactly. It is purple. Yes. <laughs> that's where it came it, from. That's where it came from. Straight out of Prince's bathroom. Unnecessary roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN Central Texas. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 30th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 30th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. Barnett Contracting supports the administration, faculty, and staff, and students of Midway Independent School District and is proud to say they worked hand-in-hand with the school district on several projects. Founded in 1969 by Bob Barnett, Barnett Contracting offers a standard of quality to the construction industry in Texas. They always strive for successful projects and satisfied clients, wishing head coach Jeff Hume, his coaching staff, and the Panthers all the best. Barnett Contracting, 7703 Bagby Avenue in Waco. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Listen, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and you know what I'm talking about. Naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville. But we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, createacommotion.com. Eleven thirty. Welcome back into uh, Game Time with Tom and Stretch and Garrett, and also 
Bryce Cherry from the Waco Tribune Herald. Good afternoon, Bryce, or good morning, actually. How are you? Doing well. How about you guys? Doing doing terrific, thanks. So, Bryce, you're a Rockets guy. What do you think about Daryl Morey stepping down? Yeah, I was literally just texting my uh, brother about that because uh, uh, he's a big Rockets fan as well. Um, I, you know, I'm not actually hating it. Uh, that was something that um, I was I was ready for the team to kind of make a make a change uh, in a lot of ways. Um, you know, they've they've sort of underachieved in terms of you know they haven't gotten to the finals. They haven't uh, you know really never knocked off the Warriors during that time. And, you know, a lot of teams could say that. But um, but I just feel like it's time to move on from Mori Ball, from all that sort of mm-hmm. uh, analytics-driven type, you know, game and, you know, maybe play a little more traditional brand of basketball. Bryce, uh, before we talk high school football, <laughs> obviously let's talk a little bit about uh, the Bears situation. At, uh, another tough deal been uh for the bears with uh, with the game with oklahoma state being canceled and you know quite frankly is the t- is the texas game in jeopardy i mean so just a lot of uncertainty with uh with college football right now yeah i think uncertainty is certainly the word of the day i mean uh you know yeah i think the texas game is is up in the air um you know i, I wouldn't even speculate, you know, to, to put a percentage on it, you know, I mean, but it just, even right now today, it just feels a little like 50, 50. I mean, given the fact that at this point, the bears are not even going to be able to practice and, you know, through Saturday. So, um, you know, if the game does happen next week, I mean, you know, uh, how much practice are they going to be able to get in before the game? Um, you know, wh- who are they going to have available? What's the lineup going to look like? You know, all, there's a lot of questions to be answered. And, I mean, I think the, the chief one that Baylor is trying to answer is just, you know, how this happened. And, um, you know, we talked about it on our podcast this week, just, um, you know, just asking the question, do we, did you know, did we feel like uh, Baylor was, um, you know, unlucky or, or just not being cautious enough. And, and honestly, I mean, just if you, if you look at what they've done, if you talk to them, I mean, it feels like they're, they're following the protocols. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not like other teams are not uh, having outbreaks as well. Um, it's just I feel like, you know, there probably is a little, uh, you know, unluckiness to it. I mean, um, you know, they're, they're, they've been trying to trace back, you know, uh, how, how it might have happened. And, and there's been talk of, you know, maybe there was a, a false negative in there. And that's, you know, when, when that happens, I mean, that feels like the, the definition of bad luck. Bryce, let me ask you, are they right now with them being shut down, are they just having position meetings? Are they have an offense, defensive Zoom meetings. Do you know how Coach Aranda has taken this time and how they're using this time? Yeah, predominantly, I think it's been coaches' meetings uh, on Zoom. Yeah, and and um, you know those those coaches interacting with each other, but less so with the players. Uh, I think when when they say pausing all football activities, I mean I think that you know that goes for online stuff too. Um, so yeah, it's it's tricky. I mean, uh, you know. I, I don't think the the players are going to necessarily, you know, forget everything uh, that you know 
that they've been taught in terms of the schemes and the offense and defense and all that. But uh, but when you're when you're playing big time college football, um, you know you need to be on the field. You need to be practicing, um, and that's why to me it's so hard to predict this this year. Uh, our, my buddy, our colleague Chad Conine, has called this a season of scrimmages um, because, you know, I mean, you just, you, you never know what to expect from week to week. I saw a stat where like 63% of the big 12 games have been decided by a touchdown or less. I mean, there've been quite a few upsets, you know, we're seeing double overtime. We're seeing quadruple overtime makes for, uh, you know, in entertaining competitive football, I'm not sure it's the greatest thing for the league from a national perspective, because they're all, you know, it's dog eat dog they're and they're, they're eating each other up. And, and they're doing it in the sec too, it appears. Uh, so we were talking and, and I think you, you start to run into some difficulty. For example, the Baylor Oklahoma state game has been uh, rescheduled for December the 12th. What do you do with Baylor and Texas? If they can't play on Saturday, that's <laughs> now you're, I mean, now they're, I'm glad I'm not in the in the in the Big Twelve office in Dallas right now. Right. I mean, they they uh, purposefully created some wiggle room in the schedule, but at some point, uh, you know, you, you start running out of wiggle room. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> those of us who have gained weight over the years, I think, understand that little concept. <laughs> 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 you know, but on a not all of us. Wear, you can't wear those clothes you wore in high school. I'm sorry. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, already, uh, as you said, the Oklahoma State Baylor game was was postponed till December the 12th. Well, that also happens to be the same scheduled day of the Big 12 championship game. So what happens if? Oklahoma State, let's just use them as an example because the Cowboys are still undefeated and, and you, you could make the arguments they have the inside track for a Big 12 championship game appearance. Um, you know, what happens if they're uh, supposed to be playing in that game or, or that Oklahoma State-Baylor game has, you know, ramifications for the Big 12 championship game? Well, then they bump that, you know, Big 12 game back to December 19th and they've already said that, that that's a possibility um, well, if the Baylor-Texas game doesn't happen, then like you said, it, it creates just uh, kind of an avalanche a little bit. Uh, and, you know, I don't think you can always survive an avalanche. All right, uh, let's roll into some high school football. And I think this <laughs> week has some really terrific f- football games, some really neat matchups. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, again, one of the questions we asked on our high school podcast was uh, Chad gave me a list of some of the top games, and he was like, which one of these would you cover <laughs> if you were picking, you know? And and it was a tough pick, you know, <laughs> because I think there are a number of, uh, of really good games. To me, the one I sort of centered on is McGregor-Larena, uh, just because that district, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think it's 11-3A Division One, if I'm getting that right. Um you know, the McGregor, Rockdale, Cameron Yo, Troy, Lorena, Academy, Caldwell District. Uh, I think that district is 
just crazy. <laughs> I mean, you know, in terms of you talk about we talk about the Big Twelve being competitive. I mean, I feel like you know that one's also going to come down to a touchdown pretty much every week, and and teams coming back and a lot of offense. And I mean, we saw that with the McGregor Troy game last week, fifty eight, fifty seven, just bananas. Uh, I think Ray Biles, I, I may have heard a little interview on the radio with you guys where he was talking about he was in the stands mm-hmm. uh, just exhausted at halftime. Watching just watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that Lorena McGregor game to me should be a really fun one. Um, but again, not the only good game out there this week. Um, uh, I mean, you have to talk about China Springs Salado. Sure. I mean, to me, that's a top 10 game in the state. Uh, Salado cracked the, uh, the top 10 this week. Uh, and, you know, probably the de facto district championship game uh, in that league. So Cougars are playing great. Eagles are playing great. I mean, honestly, uh, that slot T offense that they've got, I think, you know, sometimes it pays to be different. I mean, when everybody's doing one thing, if you can do another thing, uh, it forces other teams to have to adjust. And, and um, you know, I, I'm not saying that's exactly what happened with Conley last week in that Conley game, but uh, but certainly when, you, when you're used to playing like spread, 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 and then you get something else, uh, you know, you, you, have to, you have to adjust and, 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 you know, it doesn't always work out. And you get three days to get ready for it. Right, exactly, exactly. I mean, and, you know, COVID and, and other things sometimes pop up and, and uh, create, you know, a time crunch for you. So, uh, but those are a few of the games. I mean, Cameron Troy is another one that should be good. Um, you know, Crawford's playing what? Uh, Rio. Uh, Rio Vista. I mean, so uh, Rio Vista's off to a pretty good start. Uh, I still like Crawford in that game. I feel like the Pirates are really consistent. Um, maybe a maybe a vintage Crawford Pirates team. So, um, you know, should be fun. We had a couple of Wednesday night football games last night, which I was unaware of until seeing the things pop up. But so has District Eight Three AD One gone to a five uh, like a five day schedule? <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, Fairfield has has encountered numerous delays and and, um, you know, problems because of COVID and, like, maybe one one case popping up or uh, they had a game canceled earlier this year because uh, of, a, of a, again, basically a, a false – well, it wasn't one of false negative it, or false positive. Right. It was, um, it was a, a family member that had gotten it, and, and so there was the close contact, you know, app option up there. And so they've had to adjust. And yeah, they're doing I think the five day thing, and so that's led to some some weird you know nights in terms of football games, and it'll be uh, kind of a similar situation for the Mart Panthers down in two A Division two. Um, you know, obviously Mart had its game uh, last week with Bremont, you know, postponed because of some COVID issues at Bremont. Uh, and then this week, um, you know, Mart was supposed to play Frost, and uh, Frost contacted uh, Coach Hoffman out at Mart over the weekend, and the Polar Bears said, you know, we're not going to have enough people to play. So Mart and Hubbard moved up their game, uh, you know, to this week. And um, so after Mart and Hubbard play, Mart will then have the following week off, and then will play the first, uh, as far as I can remember, 
Monday night football game <laughs> wow. in high school football, uh, you know, on uh, December or, or excuse me, October the 26th against Wortham. And then they'll turn around, uh, you know, five, six days later and play Bremont on that Saturday. You cannot play two in a five day period. So they couldn't go Monday, Friday, but you can go Monday, Saturday. Uh, so that's what Mart will do that week and that, that should be kind of fun you know monday night football i mean uh you know that's a little different yeah, definitely <laughs> one of the games we talked about last week was the live oak and vanguard and live oak went out and shut them out 48 to nothing Does, so do you think the falcons are finally back to that championship pedigree i i think they're certainly on the way back i mean bryce helton's got a, a great team it looks like you know shaping up and and certainly that's a program with a lot of uh, tradition over the last, you know, decade, you know, 12 years or so. Um, you know, they've won a lot of little tap state championships. I say little, but, you know, they're in a the six-man division. Um, and, and they've done a great job. And, and obviously last year was a step back. The Falcons went two and nine. Um, but this year, you know, three and zero, and and that was an impressive win over Vanguard. Uh, I think all three of the Trib pickers picked uh, the Vikings in that game. So, uh, you know, Bryce Helton's been testing me those scores after every week. He probably wants me to keep picking against them. But, um, but yeah, I, I think they're they've got a really good running game, and um, and then you know, as crazy as it sounds, I know you know people don't always understand this about the six man game. I mean, it still does take defense to win games, and and uh, you know when you're able to shut a team out um, in a game where you know you only have six tacklers out there, that's impressive. All right, Bryce. Uh, obviously, some some great football games in in Grandview and West in there as well. So, uh, yeah. what, what are some of the key games you guys are going to be covering? So all those that uh, we just talked about, I mean, uh, we will, we'll, excuse me, we will be at uh, China Springs Salado. We will be at McGregor Arena. We will be at Grandview and West um, and uh, Crawford, Rio Vista. And then another one that we're covering, um, you know, that we didn't talk about. I don't know if it'll be a close game, but uh, Bosqueville Valley Mills is a good local rivalry um, and a district game. And uh, Bosqueville's playing well. And to me, the game uh, to watch in that district, not to take anything away from Valley Mills, um, you know, I think Coach Moody has those kids playing hard. They're just, uh, I think they're dealing with some COVID issues as well. Um, and, you know, so down a few guys, but. But the game to watch in that district is Crawford and Bosqueville, which is, I think, coming up in a week or two. So, Bryce, always a pleasure. Yes, good to talk to you guys. Talk to you soon. Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune Herald, and they, boy, they really do a fantastic job of getting out there and, and covering uh, Texas high school football, and particularly here in Central Texas. And, guys, when you grab the paper tomorrow, you'll be able to look at the – there'll be game matchups, there'll be predictions, and then on Saturday you'll have all the stories and – uh, just good stuff. Good read. All right, 11.45, 15 before noon. Tom and Stretch and Garrett, and we're glad you're with us as we roll along here on this Thursday edition of Game Time from ESPN Central Texas. Midway Panthers football presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. It's an open date this week for the Panthers as they get ready for district competition. <laughs> The Panthers will open up district play on Thursday, October the 22nd, when they take on Mansfield. Our coverage of Panthers football will begin at 6.30 with the pregame, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. 
It's the Panthers in Mansfield, Thursday, October 22nd on ESPN Central Texas. The High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Are you craving a Dr. Pepper and wanting the creamy satisfaction of a Whataburger shake? Now you can have the best of both worlds with Whataburger's Dr. Pepper shake. Treat yourself to one while you can. The Dr. Pepper shake is only at Whataburger for a limited time. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. (laughs) Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show is Stephen Simcox. If you thought about buying your first home and you weren't sure where to start or if you qualify, NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years and they're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting the perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access your programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Call 254-752-1647. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home today. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Looking for quality plants at affordable prices? Would you like your yard transformed from an unmaintained pile of weeds to a yard that looks like a beautiful park and increases the value of your property? Barrera's Nursery and Landscape is the place for seasonal plants, shrubs, trees, and perennials, as well as a wide variety of bulk material and landscape rock. Locally owned and operated for over 20 years, Barrera's Nursery and Landscape, open every day, 9 till 5, at 201 Sun Valley Drive in Hewitt, or call them at 254-666-9806. With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. 11.50, 10 away from 12 noon. This is game time with Tom and Stretch and Garrett. 
You know, every time I think I've kind of got a handle on Garrett, I learn something new, Stretch. Here's a guy that just <laughs> wouldn't give you a plug nickel for chicken fried steak, but he Ooh. tells me that deep fried summer sausage is at the top of his list. I didn't say it's at the top of my list. I said it's pretty dang good, though. <laughs> Deep fried summer I mean, that's sausage. that's making me grab for a sleeve of Tums right just thinking about it. <laughs> I, I told him Deep we were... fried sausage. As if there's not enough grease in a piece of sausage, hey, you're going to go dip it in some more grease? It, it was an experiment that turned out to be tasty. So yeah. we we were talking we were talking. I'm gonna tell you what, Tom. I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna say that there, he's got a gut problem. Here's something wrong inside his guts. If you can eat that and call it tasty, and you don't like a chicken fried steak, what in the wide world of sports is going on? Well, I'm thinking I may want to try this deep fried uh, summer sausage. We oh. were we were talking about wanting this. You know, it's almost lunchtime, and I'm I'm a big fan of eating, as as everybody knows. So we were talking about lunch, and he said, I think I'll have a sandwich. I said, a sandwich? You know, I love fried salami. I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a big fan of fried salami. And you, boy, you lettuce, tomato, and mayonnaise. Okay, fried salami and what else? Ooh, finish, finish it off. little lettuce, tomato, mayo, and then, you, you know, you, you toast that bread, and you, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, is that good. And then he said... We we were deep frying some turkeys one day, and we decided that we wanted to try some summer sausage. So down it went, and hey, it worked. The man is a fan of deep fried <laughs> summer sausage, so it, it's worth a try. It, it's one of those experimental things that, that wasn't. I mean, too do bad. you wake oh, up at three o'clock in the morning not, craving it? Do you wake no, up at three in the morning? No. There's no way I'm trying that. That's a gut ache wait, <laughs> waiting to happen. I mean, just the thought of that makes my stomach hurt. My lord. Deep-fried uh, summer sausage. My I man. Mean, just, just let that marinate a few minutes with you. <laughs> well, God, I, I think that's what he said that they like to do is let it marinate before. <laughs> before. All right. So, so Garrett, uh, we, we, got, uh, we, got a, we got a little Odell situation going on. Yeah, so we all know what's going on right now with Falcons. I, I know the Panthers are another team in the process of, of being cautious, but according to Adam Scheffner, the, Ad, Odell Beckham just left the facility sick. So I would just say – Keep an eye on them. You know, you don't know what it is, but that's something to keep an eye on going forward. And, and we were talking about that in the break. I, I, and, and rightfully so, you got to be cautious. But every time somebody gets the flu, the a, a common cold, I mean, you, you're going to have to take precaution to make sure w what we're talking about here because, you know, some of those symptoms are similar and, and you just have to be, you have to err on the side of caution, don't you? And that what we've been doing with Garrett for about three weeks? He's been walking in in here with a snotty nose, and we've yeah, been flat concerned about him. So, well, and, and now if he's if he's deep frying summer sausage, I'm it's all starting to make sense. No wonder he's got a mess. Man up says beak. deep fried turkey and deep fried oh. summer sausage. He's all about. <laughs> what else can you deep fry? Six six two sixteen sixties our CNC collision center text line. I think just line. about anything. Uh, TJ hit us up. He said, you can't, and I can't stress this enough, trust anyone that does not like chicken fried steak. How Californian is Garrett? Next, <laughs> you'll say he likes mayonnaise on a hot dog. Blasphemy. I do have a lot of California tendencies. I, f I would fit in a lot better in California than I do Texas. Well, the, uh, but the conversation that you and I have had in this room, dog. I totally agree with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. he, he's got left coast written all over oh, him. it's all in my heart. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can you see Garrett? I, no, there's no way I can see him out on Venice Beach. Oh, I've been there. No I way. love it. I've been there. I, it's, it's, it was like home. 
It's Trust home. Me. It is home for old Gary. I will move out there one day. That's the goal. Our CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. Hey, don't forget, go vote. Uh, and also, don't forget to go vote for your high school pick'ems. That's, uh, that is going on right now. You can go to the uh, the, the website, SyntexSportsFan.com, uh, to vote. Pick your uh, 10 winners, and you could win a nice prize pack. You know what we ought to do? We ought to get Garrett to go get the burgers and then deliver them and uh to to the uh to the to the winner and he, they he might can, not want to see me he he can talk he can <laughs> while they're having lunch he can talk about deep fried summer sausage <laughs> <laughs> all of those tasty things so anyway all right uh, guys that's going to do it uh, for the program here this afternoon or this morning uh, coming up next is unnecessary roughness with q and ward and and steven and then steven and i are back this afternoon at three o'clock so there you go that's the lineup for a thursday and of course uh Baseball, go Astros, right? Astros. Uh, go back. Astros, Tom, and let's get ready for football Friday tomorrow, baby. There That's what go. I'm talking about. Astros to, uh, this afternoon at 3.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. And uh, we'll talk to you again uh, at 3 this afternoon.